You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. The guy over there with the curly hair has, too. I don't know how you all... Now, I I am amazed. You've got to admit, I am amazed that Mr. Hare didn't take the mics and put them in the right order. You know? Well, he he didn't have a chance to read the numbers today. Ah. But so the firing order today is 1324. Yes, well. Okay. Well, maybe we'll just get fired. Yeah. Should be 1342. I know, but it's 1324, (laughs) so we got a misfire. Yeah. Did you ever figure out the firing order on that one cylinder Chalmers you were working on? (laughs) Six. Six? Yeah. Well, we had a nice uh, old car guy coffee thing last uh, Saturday morning at uh, our local Panera. In Wait the, a second. Uh, I thought you were running a race. I did. I was. I finished it. And then, uh, and you wouldn't come in and do the show. Well, it was too late. It was too late, so y'all are overpaid. I think I know, and and yeah. but hey, you ran a repeat of the previous week, and a the guy there said he laughed so hard he was almost incontinent. <laughs> well, that we well, do that to a lot of yes, he was, he was, he was, yeah, he was. We do that to a lot of folks. How can, actually. How can you listen? How could he listen if he was driving? He wasn't. He oh. was sitting. So then you can listen on the. On your iPad, your iPhone, yeah, your on, on, on your application. <laughs> on your app, yeah. And sit on your app and listen. Yeah, we make a lot of people, uh, you know, we... Sit on, their, sit on your app. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's, uh, some of them are, uh, do less, I mean, do worse than what you're yeah. doing. We, we just... Well, any, we anyway, we we had a bunch of fun, and, and uh, we had everything from lead sleds to Porsche turbos, and uh, then uh, our... Steve's dear friend and an acquaintance of mine, George Mary, came in in a rather interesting Model A four-door sedan. And if you looked at it, you thought it was a 1930 because it didn't have the 1928-29 carriage line in the cowl. But it turned out to be a 29, and it had no rear quarter windows over the back seats, which made it even rarer. Yeah, blind, and, they come blind backs. Yeah, and uh, it was kind of, it looked like a 30. It caught me off guard, and George explained that it was about six months production that they'd done this blind back, as Steve refers to yeah, it. Yeah, you can always, all I can always tell is, is, is the wheels. Yeah, the 19s or the 21s. Yeah, the big yeah. wheels and the, or the little wheels on Model A's. Yeah, and... and the 19s were on the, the, the later the and, later ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. see that the the 21 Model A wheels were carried over from Model Ts the last two years. They're interchangeable, so That's a right. lot a lot of the guys with the early Model Ts will get the uh, spindle setups because it goes right on, and then they put the 19-inch wire wheels instead of those those, those sort of fragile wood wheels, which are kind of a yeah. Not the best thing in the world, as I found out that one time. Um, oh, uh, not to change the subject, but I have something else to talk about on pickup trucks in a minute, too. Um, yours is a 30, a, a, a proper 30. Yeah. Yeah. Two door. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So you've got the 19s. 
Yeah, small tires. David, someone else brought up a point when we were talking about pickup trucks and naming pickup trucks. And mm-hmm. remember when we got oh, yeah. into yeah, yeah, minutiae yeah. like Hudson's and things like that? Yeah. Did well, we miss one? Yes. Ford in Canada bags oh, their F. Careful now. Bads their F1 as a Mercury. Oh, really? Pickup truck. In that Canada, and when was that? When was this? Back when the in the early fifties. Oh. Late forties, early fifties. So, if you went across the border, because you could buy a Mercury Meteor up there too. I remember those cars. Yeah. Because it says a Buffalo in Jamestown. We used to yeah. see Canada cars, strange ones. Yeah. Yeah, Pontiac had a goofy one too, and I can't. They have one. One I remember that was all chrome and goofy colors was the Parisian. That was the Pontiac. Was it the yeah. Pontiac? Yeah. yeah, it was a yeah. three-tone paint job. Really Isn't that sweet? Yes. The Parisian. Yeah. Well, but, but Jebby's had three-tone paint jobs, too. I remember black, white, and yellow. And I remember turquoise or teal and <laughs> and kind of a pinkish-orange, what did they call Coral. Coral. <laughs> and white. I don't. I, I guess because it was Texas, they didn't. They didn't let them down there in the state. We didn't. I ain't never seen one of them that y'all are talking about. I think they got stopped there at the Oklahoma at the, at the, at the Red River. River. You know, <laughs> they just let them drown. You know? Well, that now, now. I don't yeah. remember three tone Chevys. Yeah, we had them. Well, of course, figured, that was Iowa. That was oh. Iowa. Well, yeah. now, I wonder yeah. if they did that different, different, different color combinations for different. Now, where locations. would the okay? Where would well, the three tones? Iowa. No, no, no. Midwest. Where would they be on the? Well, uh, I on fifty fives, you know, they they broke the line on and on the the one fifties didn't have it, but the two tens and the Bel Airs, and I'm trying to remember now. I, I think the roof. Chevy's. I, I think the roof was white, and one part of it was teal, and the other was coral. But I remember distinctly fifty sevens. Chevys. Yeah, because you had that little spear in the back on the two tens uh-huh. and the Bel Airs, and there was an insert panel in there, and that was one color, and the car yeah, was were, a normal two tone. Yeah, they were gray and black. That. Yeah. V-shaped thing. Yeah, and and some of them were yellow on a black and white car, and on a yellow and white car, some were black. Hey, uh, look, they had a purple and white '56 Ford Fairlane for two months. For two months. Yeah, they they did stuff like that back then. Yeah, and the Packards were. Yeah. The big Packards. Yes. In the '50s the, were all three, three tone. colors. Yeah. yeah. The big Packards. Red, black, and white were a lot of them. So. Yeah. The the big. The big Packards. Yeah. It was the Caribbean. 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 Yes. That was a nice car. Yeah. I, I, I'm still chuckling about the yellow Packard and Brenda calling you. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Saying, you're not going to keep this you long. You have a urine yellow Packard. <laughs> <in the garage. laughs> Hold on. Oh, what an ugly Oh, God. Car. We had to give you a tetanus shot yeah. to open the garage door. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> I did, you know, I just don't. Uh, that's okay. That's remember all right. That. It, it, uh, it'll come. To, I, if I had pictures the of purple, it, the purple I remember. It seems yeah, like purple yeah, yeah, fifty six yeah, yeah, those that were, was there two was months. Quite a few of those. Yeah. yeah, it was, but it was just two months. 
But I don't remember the... The Chevys? No. Well, hopefully our listeners will write in, call in, send there's, in. There's a southern term that I can't... I, I don't use it on the okay. air. I don't... Yeah. Well, I use it in private. Yeah, once there's in a, while. a lot of... But there, do you remember the jerks that would take a Bel Air and try to make it look like an Impala? Oh, yeah. Back in, well, 57. Well, particular. yeah, but to remember, a lot of guys tried to make their super sports because they went out and bought super sport yeah, caps. Yeah. The Corvair Monza guys that bought regular Corvairs and made them into Monzas. They, they, or, or Spiders. Yeah, uh, well, the Monza Spider was well, a turbocharged that's, convertible. That's, a, that's still a giant issue because uh, you can do that with any yes, car. Yes, sure. Huh. So if anybody's ever decided they're going to go look at a muscle car, they need to have all the documentation in the world. Yeah. Because there's, you know, like we've said before, there's more fuely Corvettes <laughs> now than were ever made. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, the funniest thing, though, is, oh, I can't think of the guy's name, but he wrote an article about the McLaren reunion at, Elkhart Lake at the Brian Redmond event in July, and he said 15 of the original 12 McLaren Mark 6 Bs <laughs> showed up. That must have been on MSNBC. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing, the, the stuff that you see. Yeah. It's, well, and, and it's like D-type Jaguars. There's more of those today than they built. And guys say, well, I've got the original because I've got the frame. And the other guy said, yeah, but that's a replacement frame. And I've got the original and it's just, you go on and on with. Yeah, it. I bet there's stuff. a lot of finger pointing, yeah. some, well, some a, metal it's finger. It's a big problem for for the our friends at J.C. Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, documenting that's why that. when these guys go insure some of these cars, that they'll he'll call and say, "Can you go look at this car and do an appraisal on it? I don't think this is. Yeah, this could not be a correct car." Well, and that's like you, you talked about that 57 Chevy, that yeah, the convertible. convertible that, fuel yeah. fuel, convertible, and there was only like six or something of them made. Yeah. Huh. And this I wasn't. Really, <laughs> no. Hey, would you say in, in most cases the uh, the person is sincere that he thinks he has or she has uh, the original or has or well, do you yeah, think they, they try to blow it? No, no, I, I think they were just sold a bill of goods. They, you know, they always wanted a 57 Chevy convertible. Uh, I can't blame them. Yeah. And, I, I'd uh, take one today in the rain. Well, you can buy a, a brand new body. Okay, let me ask you something. We, we used, because we, not exactly next door to Mexico, but. Mexico? We were, we were not that far from it. Uh, you leave, you leave it at. You skipped your last class in high school, so you got you got on the road by three o'clock in the afternoon, and you headed to uh, Mexico to get your uh, upholstery done, get a roll and plate job, and they, you know, they could. Where'd you go, Boys Town? Huh. <laughs> anyway, so was there, there? There were some times that cars came with the sure factory roll and pleated, right? Yeah. Uh, I I I know there was. I'm just trying to think of any. That had there I there I'm trying to remember there were a couple, and some of them had that brocade upholstery. Yeah, a lot of them had. Yeah. that was a pretty common '50s thing. Yeah, but yeah. we we'd go down, you know, and you you had to take about two or three buddies with you because you had to watch them every second, make sure you didn't get uh, horse hair or didn't get this or didn't get that, you know, in the in the job. So you. 
and they'd work 24 hours. They'd, I mean, they'd start it, and you'd be on the road back to Lubbock by noon on Sunday. Yeah, that's that, all those uh, California hot rods. Those guys just go to T1 and get all the yeah. interiors done an hour and a half away. Yeah. Yeah. They'd ride down there and get all of their. There was one famous guy though, back in the in the in the heyday of hot riding, if you will, Tony Nancy. Yes, twenty two yeah. junior. He uh, he was the most famous of the upholstery guys. He mm. was Mister Upholstery. You had a Tony Nancy job on your car. You 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 were rich. And, yeah, well, then, and then there was the there was always these specialty people who were famous for one thing, like Van Dutch with his eyeball and the pinstriping. Oh, that night. Well, there was a, there were uh, people that uh, that um, the mufflers and the and everything Smithies. from the manifolds back. Smithies uh, and Headman headers. Yeah, Headman and Fenton. And Fenton and yeah, uh, they were all these little specialty deals. Yeah. You wonder how they stayed in business as long well, as they did. Junior's House of Color and Larry Watson. Yeah, he House was of Color. One. I remember that one. Yeah, and uh, but Tony Nancy was an incredible guy, not only upholstery-wise, but he was a drag racer. Hmm. And he yeah. built some of the most beautiful cars. Did, I think he did a Sidewinder. I think his famous car was a Sidewinder. Now, what was that? The engine goes to the side and, and like this. Instead of going aim forward, the engine's on its side, and it runs with a, a chain, big chain or, or a big belt or Gilmer something. belt. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I think he was a sidewinder guy. But, uh, I may be wrong, but I think... Uh, they didn't make it to Amarillo. No, no. Sidewinders, there were quite, that was quite a fad for a little while. TV Tommy Ivo had one, too. I never saw one. Not, the, not that I've seen everything, but that's one I didn't. Oops, it's time to Uh-oh. break away from this uh, conversation. We'll be back right after this. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. This is Rena Sartain asking you to join us on the Master Gardener Hour every Saturday morning at 11. Lively conversation and great guests. You'll always learn a lot. See you on Saturday. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. 
Yeah, and yeah. we're back on uh, the Missing Classic Car Show. <laughs> we're way back. Listen, enjoy this show because you may hear it about 12 weeks in a row. <laughs> well, it's, for me, it's that time of year stuff starts. Yeah, and I, hey, I got family stuff going on, so what can I tell you? Family stuff. I got that in August. The wedding? Yeah. Yeah, Which well, one? the uh, older one. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, Unless I get lucky. May 11th. May 11th. The Write day before down. Mother's Day is British Car Day, and it's no longer at Berry College. The British Car Day in Atlanta, Georgia, that is. It will be in Roswell, Georgia. That's our next-door neighbor here. At the Government Center parking lot. I will go to that. You should. I will. Yeah, it's kind of yes, it's I'm going to take your checkbook with me. I hope so, because there's no checks in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Steve's. Yeah. They're having a, a, some controversy, though, with the city of Roswell versus the British Car Day people. They can't have vendors. They can't do a lot of stuff. But it's a nice place to display. I, so. think, it's a nice, I think it'll do. Yeah. yeah, we went up there for a, a play. A friend, Brenda got some free tickets to the... That Roswell Theater. Up there. Uh, what'd you see? Hello, Dolly. Yeah, isn't that yeah, great? All, yeah. all of all of the people that go, they'll teach Roswell. They'll leave their drip marks behind. Yeah, they will. <laughs> yeah that'll be an EPA. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they will. Disaster site. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, this is like almost. I think the thirtieth year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you I'm, started. It. I started yeah. it years yeah. ago. Yeah. I wonder. I hope they get a ton of cars. I really do. Are you, are you going? Are you going to be here to go? No, I'll be coming back from this tour. Yeah. So if we for get back early enough. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, now, Jim, you 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 sort of referee this, but I'm going to make your buddy here a, a hell of an offer. Uh oh. I'll take your MG and and drive it over there for you, so you'll be represented. Now, isn't that MG I, I, I've already had that offer a bunch of times this yeah. past week. Yeah. You're you're about ninth on the list. Well, if I was tenth, I'd win. Yes, yes. Well, you could buy this well, MGB that I have, and, and, and I don't like MGBs. I, you know. Well, okay. I'm going to leave like you the the new Healy. issue, the June issue of Sports and Exotic from Hemmings. It's the big Healy special. So this will mess you up for weeks. You'll be you'll be running around. Wearing crying. the pens, you can crying. Take your truly to your, your Healy and go yeah. plow a field. Sure. <laughs> but anyway, for our listeners, British Car Day in Atlanta is May 11th in Roswell, Georgia, in the Government Center parking lot behind. And so if you've got an Invicta or a Fairthorpe Electron or a Swallow Doretti or a Barkley, otherwise known as a Berkeley, or a Marcos that has doesn't have termites, or an Elva, or a Sunbeam Harrington Lama, or a Reliant Scimitar. Come I out. hope you do. Yes, come out and, yeah. and join the boys, and uh, stand around and, and talk cars. And I'm. And gonna, there's a lot of stuff going on that day too. Yeah, and I'm, there's I'm, an arts arts and craft show. Right. And they're gonna have a bus yeah. to take you over to that. There's a couple things going on that day. Yeah. Talking about something that I, I just really. Despise is one of those things. What the arts and crafts junk? Oh, uh, uh, I go to one a year because I just do one. That's, oh, my, a, that's my, called a renewal of your marriage vows, well, right? She, you know, she goes to a lot of stuff with me, and I, I'll do one. I'll do the Yellow Daisy Festival. Where's that? 
Stone Mountain. It's the biggest one. It's one of the biggest ones in the United States. Hundreds of those vendors are there. And I just, you well, know. I'm with you. I, I think it's really boring. Well, not only that, but it's it's just I and if, crowded. If, if uh, I take a fly swatter with me, and if Leanne sticks out her hand to buy something, I just slap. You know, we don't need any more this. And it's just, I don't care if it's handcrafted by Moses. I just don't want any a, more stuff at, in the house. He has a booth at Stone Mountain. Do what? Yeah, he has a booth at Stone Mountain. Moses does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does he gotcha. sell tablets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some tablets, a few little sticks that turn into snakes. And ah, a bush that burns. Oh, boy. I but, thought but anyways, this was a car show. No, I, no but this one at Stone Mountain isn't that bad. Uh, it, and we go, you go early, and then you can park and go. And How about the day before it starts? I think that starts. I think it's an all-week thing. Over yeah. There. Yeah. Well, the one I like is the one in Ann Arbor, Michigan. That's downtown in the streets. I would like because, that one too because there's no chance in hell I'm going to drive to Ann Arbor. Well, well <laughs> but the other thing is you can walk into a bar there while your wife's looking. Of course, the only thing is you have no control over the po- well. You wouldn't have any control over the pocketbook anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah, but anyway, the Brace Car Day in Roswell, I think, will be very nice, and there's some nice I restaurants there. Up and down Canton Street, and uh, Pete and I like to go to Salt because we're in love with the lady behind the bar. And outside of that, uh, life is good. Yeah, the, or locally around here, the, uh, there's just so much stuff every weekend. Yeah, there is. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Pretty uh, soon there'll be vegetable picking time at the house. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Ye that worketh in the garden yeah. get to... Zucchini. Have it. Get the zucchini. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> no working. No, if you handed me one. <laughs> no working, no eating. Well, they don't have zucchini on pizza? Sure oh. they do. Not, that's not pizza. People put pineapples. And oh, that's California. Oh, that's California. No. You like those greasy little anything that's good. You just let it slide. You don't even eat it. It probably well, he eats slides cheese. All he eats is cheese. Yeah, because cheese. the other stuff makes me fart too much. Well, so I much love for the pepperoni. show. I do, and it is definitely a flatulence factory if I have a pizza with pepperoni. Good for you. <laughs> I just, you know, I, cheese, cheese, or cheese, huh? Well, you know, you have to do what you can do. But I, you know, I, I pizza is still the best stuff. I'm not even well. Let's talk cars. Well, okay, so I, you got the well, pizza and cars. British days. <laughs> Talk to me, David. <laughs> I, I must. I must say, there have been many times, you know, nine or ten o'clock at night. You're under the car, and a friend comes over and has a beer and a, and a pizza. And oh, isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Sign me that's, up for that program. That's the end of effort. Well, ten o'clock at night should be the end of effort. How many uh, times have you, you know, stayed up all night working on your car to get up to go at six o'clock to be at in Amarillo by eight o'clock? To register, yeah, for the drag race, and uh, yeah, you had to get there early. That yeah. was that was back when you, you know, you can do stuff when you're fifteen, sixteen years old that you can't do at sixty six. Well, you can. It just takes you ten times as long to get up from underneath yeah, the car. Now I, now I would have an elapsed time et of two and a half hours. <laughs> <at this point. laughs> Say, how's the thunder chicken coming? Uh, 
That it's not going on the tour. Oh, it's not. No, I didn't get it done. Didn't happen. Uh, what well, bit you this time? Well, it, it's it's just, one of it's been parts. Um, everything now with the final stuff is just taking so long. It's piddle stuff, and it's not you know detail stuff. Yeah, and you want it to look nice, especially at this point. So we're getting close, but uh, I don't think it'll it'll make it. Well, that's fact, I know it won't make it. Yeah, so I've got you... to bring the door panels over to to the upholstery guy this afternoon. He's open on the afternoon. This is a guy. He's a very interesting guy. Why don't we have him on? Uh, Judy's he, husband. Yes, he was a, in the Navy. Career, oh, oh, you've yeah. told me about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Career Navy guy, and his rating was. Is, they call they don't, they don't call it in the Navy that you don't have a job; you have a rating. How weird! But anyway, was a sail maker. He ran upholstery shops, and this guy can do anything. And yeah, he's very good, and he does it out of his own home shop. That may be why we lost one of the wars. They were still using sails when everybody else was using diesel. Yeah, but that's what they call them. Okay. What, and, and so what do you, what would he do on a on a ship? Any upholstery stuff, you know, you okay. know, seats, anything that needed to be fixed. So he had his own little shop in the yes, he did on the big on ships on and, the on, big. and on the uh, uh, ports, the big ports where they do all that stuff, hmm. refit boats and stuff. Yeah. And he's very good at it. Oh. He's a nice, nice guy. He's also a a uh, uh, tournament bowler. Wow. They go all over, and I know, I know it's not a big deal, but what we're talking, it reminded me there's a story in the paper this past week. You know, bowling, you do three games. This guy had a 900 set. Only one ever recorded three 300 games in a row. Whoa. Yeah. It's the Wait. only one that they know that the Professional Bowlers Association know about it, some place in North Carolina. Wait until Obama hears about that. He'll have a, he'll have a 901 game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least that. At least maybe, that. Yeah. Maybe one and a half. Yeah, so, so nine oh three or something. So he's going to do the door panels. Yeah, and then he's going to do the top, but the top is the last thing that gets done. And roll like, up and roll up on this mm-hmm. crank. Power. Power. Yeah, this Thunderbird is pretty unusual in that it had it's a full every power option that they had power windows. Power seats, power I, steering, power brakes, and automatic. I'll be darned. Because I, I, okay, now the the power window, not not but button, whatever you want to call it, it's uh, sort of fat or sticks out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're very, but it is just one motor. So it's not yeah, it's electric. Where yeah. the most of them were hydraulic, what through fifty three or fifty four. Yeah. So this this one has a <coughs> has a, a little bit. The other thing I'm having a problem with, I went to all interstate and and is to get a uh, batteries is, uh, to fit right because they're long and skinny. I don't know if yeah. Ford had long and skinny ones like this. Yeah, they, all the cells were in a row. Yeah, instead of instead of and 3 and 3. And place for it to live so you can't put a regular bat. I so, I'd so, put an Optima in it if I, if I could. But. So what'd you have to do? Order one from no, somebody? Yeah, Interstate had one. 29NF. Not free. That's what yeah, NF not stands free for. Wow. But uh uh, no, it's just, just this little small stuff now. 
Was that that's a six volt system? Twelve. Twelve. Fifty six was the first twelve. Board was was six up through fifty five. Okay, now generator or alternator? It's got an alternator now because it's going to have air. See, generators just didn't put out enough power. They just weren't strong enough. So you're going to put vintage air in it? No. Vintage air doesn't make an underdash kit. Uh-huh. Uh, but I won't get that done. You know, I, 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 the next car I really want to get going is the Maxwell. So... Oh well, yeah, you got to get the tremblers. In yeah, there. I want to. I want to. I want to get that thing. I've got all these guys that want to come over and help me try figure that thing out. <laughs> so, so none of the birds had air. No, they never came with air conditioning. Huh. I you know. I don't even think the first Mustangs came with air conditioning. I think that my exactly my I had one of the first, and it didn't. No. Yeah, I think there was that, an add-on yeah. kit that yeah, that but, one. I remember hmm. the first one I saw. Yeah, it was a full under a the dash anon thing that went. Uh, yeah, it was about, it was a box about that. Yeah, it was and a, they were huge. Dealer, it was dealer installed. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they, they. I don't think it was a Ford kit. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there. Yeah, because you had, I had. I put one in my car, um, but it like you said, it was a big fat jobber that was uh, yeah, hung under the dash. Yeah. Yeah, the old um, conditioning was horrible. And all that, it was. Yeah, and the. You know, I'd drip on the carpet, and then I drilled a hole in the and plumbed it out and all that. But yeah, they, but they did have they did have Ford sold uh, an did. add-on kit, yeah, because it, it was it was nice. It, it stretched the width of the car, and you yeah. had your two little vents at, at uh, either end. The ones I remember, Mustang just had the box. It sat right in the middle on the hump. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, and it had four little round vents. Yeah, my mother had a '68. Two-door hardtop, but it did not come with air. Yeah, mine. Mine was yeah. a sixty. Well, the first, the first the five, air uh, conditioned depends on who you believe. Most people say it was Packard had the first air conditioner. Don Peterson's um, kid had a forty-one limo, a ninety series with factory air, and it was really peculiar. Um, it never turned off. How you turned it off was the chauffeur had a, a wrench. Hammer. <laughs> no, he had a wrench. He opened it up, and he there was a hook on the front. You'd take the belt and hook it. And when you wanted air conditioning, he went out and, and put the belt around and slid the compressor so there was tension on it, tightened it up, and it just blew air. And if it was too cold, you used the heater. We'll be back with that thought. After this message. Hello, I'm Steve Gross. I'm the host of The Gross Reality, and we're a show that every week talks about ways to run your business better, ways to uh, improve technology that you're using to make more profits and keep your costs down. We're always looking out for you and looking out for ways to make your business more successful. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to you every Wednesday afternoon on The Gross Reality. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. 
If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay, we're back on the classic car show talking about... Air conditioning and uh, well, power it, it, steering. It's a, it's a time for air conditioning, you know, and a, and a lot of people, especially here in the southeast, have problems with air conditioning. Um, you know, the old R12 you can't get anymore because it's illegal uh, to make. I don't think they even make it anymore. If they make it, they it, it's just I'm sure it's cost you a million dollars for a 16-ounce can of R12. Um if you can get it, so everybody's using one one thirty four A, and new compressors are so tiny and so small. Well, what do you think about those kits that you can buy at the auto stores? The fill up your, do your own. It friend. doesn't work. It works. It works, but it doesn't work very well. There's a, there's several issues with air conditioning. Um, converting R twelve to one thirty four A. One is that the, the actual molecule of 134A is smaller than R12. So it just leaks through the hose. It will just physically go huh. away through the hose. The other thing is, uh, because of that, they have Teflon-lined hoses. So, uh, That's there's slick. A, yeah, so, so it can't leak out. The other thing is that the oil that you use... The uh, the pag oil, uh, I can't pronounce it's poly alkyl blah 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 something, but anyway is is harmful to the older rubbers, uh, seals, O rings, hoses, any of this kind of stuff. When we when the manufacturers converted to 134A, we went through uh, three generations of rubber because when this hit all, this was an instant thing that hit. Nobody knew it just happened. And and so we were using the old stuff, and it would it would attack the rubber, attack the seals. Then they came out with this, uh, uh, I think the green O-rings were next. There were green O-rings, and they didn't work either because when you, there there was a hybrid oil that you can't use the PAG oil with R12, can't use the. Uh, uh, um, 134A with the old mineral oil stuff. They just don't work. It doesn't. It's non-compatible, and that's how a system gets lubricated. The the uh, uh, oil floats around in the system. Uh, there's there's no well in the old compressors. They had a dipstick. Chrysler had the biggest air conditioning compressor ever made. Uh, it was a V6 compressor, and it took 22 horsepower to run. It's really huge. Well, in those uh, big old two-piston Yorks. Yeah, the Yorks and Frigia Kings. Um, yeah. Those, things, but they were like lawnmower motors, and they, they had were. a dipstick. Yeah, they, they had a dipstick. Yes, and you could check the oil level just like it was. But but anyway, so if you're going, if you have an old antique car, and and you're considering doing this. There's a lot more to it than going to to Pep Boys or AutoZone or one of them and buying the kit. It just doesn't work, and it's not going to work. I bet you they'll tell you it'll work. Well, it'll it will it'll blow coal cool. It will won't blow coal. Plus, you're going to have problems with your stuff. 
So you're better off to do and do it correctly. Now, the other big problem converting from R12 to 134A is the design of the condenser. And the condenser is the thing that's in front of the radiator where the first state change occurs. Um, the the R12, con R R12 condensers were serpentine, meaning that just went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it wasn't very efficient because R134A is not as efficient as R12. So the condenser was redesigned to a full cross flow. And instead of going through this, it just went right straight across. And that was the biggest single change of um, to make them look like the, uh, to make them work correctly. Now, the other problem that comes in, if you have an antique car and uh, you're going for originality, they do make, uh, but it's expensive, they do make stuff that looks original that has been redone in 134. For example, the uh, uh, there's a company that makes a, a, a uh, uh, condenser that looks original, but it's not. It's for 134A, but you'd never know the difference. Same with the compressors. You can get the old, the big old compressors, but they look like they're supposed to. Yeah. Um, the other thing that people do is they read all this stuff on the Internet, and, and your discharge temperature from the evaporator should be 42 degrees. You can make it colder, but it's not going to happen, especially here in the southeast where we have very high humidity in the summer. It'll freeze. You'll just flat ass <laughs> yep, freeze. Yep. I can remember now, Jim. You're old enough to remember this, except you weren't here. But um, because of the humidity, if you came to the southeast during the during the heat of the summer and and uh, you had your air conditioning running like crazy, the next thing would happen is you'd vapor lock. The car would vapor yeah. lock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just couldn't handle the heat, the heat and the, the humidity yeah. and. Oh. And so you could get what do you, what by. What do you mean I wasn't here? Were you here then? I've been in and out of the South most of my life. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, my uncle. Why do you still act like a Yankee? Excuse me? No. <laughs> no. I, 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 I was with my uncle back in the 60s. Oh. Hey, shoot far. I turned that air on. That sounds bitch really get cold, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We didn't have yeah. it, though, back. You didn't either. What? He was here in the south. He was in Biloxi. Yeah, but we didn't have cars. No. <laughs> we didn't have air Still either. Wagons? <laughs> no, we weren't allowed to have cars. Ah. I, I remember being in the first Army air-conditioned barracks. We were the first group. Pussies. Well, that one in the 50s, though. Going through the medical training center Pussies. in San Antonio. Yeah. Pussies. Yeah. But, you know, it was it – was, uh, there was uh, – what was that? I can't remember the name of it. We, we were here in our my mother's big big Chrysler. Um, we had a it was a huge station wagon. Yeah, um, fifty five. And uh, they town and countries. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't town and countries. No, was Fords Ford. were town and countries. Uh, this was uh, this was this was a, a boat. It was oh, huge, yeah. and yeah. it had it had the air conditioner center air it had front yeah. front air conditioner, but it also had a center right. Right. unit. Yeah, and uh, which would drip on you after a while. 
But we were right, we right had, out the fence. <laughs> we had gone to. Uh, people are going to think I'm. Yes, did your mother have one of those, those, those signs in Spanish that caution wet floor that she put in the wagon, <laughs> like at Walmart? We uh, we'd gone to lunch. <laughs> the governor of Georgia was there, and it was like Lester uh, Maddox. No, no, this was in in '57. And it was um, Herman Talmadge. I can't remember. Was well, he, uh, he? No, he was. But we were at, yeah. at, at uh, it wasn't Pity Pat's porch. This was this place was, it was uh, Pity what? Pat's porch. That, oh, that's still here, I think. No, it's no. gone. No, it's gone. Okay, but anyway, this this place was it was all it was Aunt Jemima's or something. Log cabin, the old cabin down downtown. There was a cabin place downtown, and there was one in Marietta. No, I wasn't the one in. I know the one in Marietta that That's you're talking long about. Gone, but, yeah, yeah, but uh, the pity all of them is gone too. I think all of them, sure. all of the waitresses were black ladies dressed up like Aunt Jemima, and and nobody, you know, nobody thought anything about it. But we got there, you know, we and it was all valet parking. So and we had that car loaded to the gill. We were spending six weeks in North Carolina, and uh, got got the car parked and all of that. So you spent a year in North Carolina? <laughs> Just about. But his uh, whole life. <laughs> we got back in it to start it and it was Vapor locked down. Yeah. It would not start. And you, all you could do was wait until, you know. Um Well, there was all those crazy home fixes for yeah, Vapor yeah. Lock. I still see it. Tin foil on the, the gas tin line. Tin foil and clothespins <laughs> on the Yeah. <laughs> you see the Monlay guys doing that. The real old guys will do that. Huh. They open their hood up. What the hell is that for? Well, it'll keep her from viper locking when in the summer when I'm a driving her. Oh. Well, okay. well a car with vapor lock, uh. you know, will it just do it uh, with or without air conditioning and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Just heat. Just heat. Just yeah. yeah. That's all it does. And I remember back in the 70s, when did the Great Race first start? 80s, 70s. 80s, I think. Yeah. They came through Dallas one time, and I went over to see them when I was working out there. They started here twice. Yeah. Yeah, over in Mayretta, downtown. But they came through, and half of them had vapor locked. And they they were sitting in the garage, couldn't start them. And I looked, and I laughed. the guys that put marble mystery oil in their gas, they didn't vapor No, or the guys that had the sneaky little hidden electric fuel pump. Exactly. (laughs) That's what you have to do. I mean, I I still, I have that on the Cadillac, but it's not vapor lock, it's it's fuel pressure related. The boiling pressure, the boiling pressure of, of as we, when we go back to Elton, is very low. How much effect does the humidity have because, you know, driving across the desert, obviously, there well, is. Well, humidity no. inhibits heat transfer. Okay. So that's where the... Yeah, yeah, that's physics 101. We didn't have to take that in agriculture. Didn't you? No. Okay. No. Turn up two. Turn up two. <laughs> to, the, to the left. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, what did you think about the guy, find, they find, you know, it is way off the subject, but finding piece of the... One of the planes at nine eleven between the two buildings, yeah, right by where they're going to build the yeah. mosque. Isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah. Uh, are we going to break so we can? Sure. Why not? We'll come back with uh, something about cars, maybe. <laughs> Who is or what is USJF? 
It is a nonprofit legal organization founded to protect our rights through the U.S. Constitution. Active in educating the public, USJF has also contributed directly and indirectly to legal defense efforts in many celebrated cases involving fundamental conservative principles. Cases of note include the Mount Soledad Cross case, the Arizona Immigration Law case, the Obama eligibility cases, the NDAA illegal detention issue, and many more. Help this nonprofit as they help you. Visit www.usjf.net today. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay, we're back on, would you believe? We're talking about vapor lock and air conditioning. And, and landing gears. Landing gear <laughs> and heat yeah, in the south. But, that is pretty weird. Uh, that yeah. is really unusual. Well, so your grandmother's Chrysler was the first. It was my mother's. Your mother's Chrysler was the first car you ever rode in with air conditioning. My uncle's. No. No? It no. was, we had a 19... Well, Dad bought a 52, and then we bought a 54 Chrysler Imperial, and the 54 had... <laughs> air temp, air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah, Chrysler it was air not, temp. Not much of an air conditioning system, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, that was they had their, their, their factory in Dayton, Ohio. That wasn't yeah. under the dash unit, was yeah, it? Yeah, Chrysler air temp. The General Motors one was in the trunk, the frigid air... And it had two clear yeah, plastic yeah, tubes yeah. coming out <laughs> on the rear package yeah. tray. And then yeah. if you had an expensive car, there was two other lines that ran forward, two two clear hoses that ran above the door line. Yeah, yeah. Above Cadillac, the window. Yeah, and, uh, and, and then you could adjust them. An Oldsmobile. But they had a... Uh, I, I remember those with the big plastic boot things. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I had a guy in class years ago, and, and he was a Lincoln mechanic. After World War II, and he was telling us, and we were doing—I was doing air conditioning class, and we were—he was—he told us about the story of it took two weeks to install an air conditioner in a car. <laughs> well, they had, they yeah. had to take—they took even the headliner down to yeah. do insulation. Yeah. The doors came out. The the uh, the big Lincoln was in the trunk. Yeah. And it was a huge, yeah, and then those hoses had to run from the front to the oh, back. I know. Uh, the efficiency was zero. So they never did them online, huh? No. I had a guy I, I knew. That, when, when did they start putting them on? Excuse me, Jim, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. When did they start doing them online? Well, Oldsmobile, the Frigid King, or Frigid Air units were done online. So that was the early 50s, 52, 53. 
I don't know, they actually. They were dealer I know, it was installed. in the 50s. I, yeah. It was in the 50s at some point. Yeah, because I think GM with the Frigidaire, or Frigid, yeah, Frigidaire was the first one that, to do it. I could be wrong, and I hope some of our listeners will, will call in. But It uh, was Frigidaire. Yeah. Because that was a, a company that uh, Billy Durant bought. Mm-hmm. And was part of General Motors. And they made air And he named ref- the company Frigidaire. Yeah, and they made refrigerators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, he, I remember the refrigerators. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, um, not to change the subject, but one of the things I remember, a uh, gentleman I knew named Victor Yardley, who worked for Ford worldwide at one time, and he was in Africa. And they had these solar shields that they put on the roofs of cars, and then Land Rover had them to reflect the heat. And the panel stuck up about two inches above the roof of the car. Huh. And you, that was to re, I mean, this was late 40s, early 50s after the war. And he, uh, he, was, he talked chrome about those. Chrome the roof. Well, it wasn't chrome. I think it was just painted silver. But huh. Because that's back when... Remember all the port installed, the MGBs and the Fiats and all that stuff that had that automatic air or whatever the name of that company was in Texas and Triumphs that put all those air conditioner kits and all the cars at the port and they vibrated like crazy. That was and horrible. So it didn't broke work. exhaust manifolds. and it just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, but now you can get aftermarket kits for MGB if you want. Yeah, that the, the, the work. But speaking of that, I've got a picture of your old boss here, Jim Baker. Uh. Put your glasses on so you can see. <laughs> <laughs> there they go. I'm gonna. Amazing. I ain't laughing. Why? I wouldn't laugh. Uh, I, I'm, we all. We're going to give you this copy of this magazine, and you can read the Healy stuff in it, and then let make sure Steve gets it because it's got some stuff for Steve in there too. Yeah. But, cool. Yeah. That's a great magazine, Sports and Exotic. Yeah, yeah that, that. Yeah, it's it's not the other ones that you get are that I get from you. Well, those are just ads. I know. <laughs> German car companies own must own road and track car and driver, and no, then other no, ones. Honda owns car and driver. Honda and BMW, they own half a piece on it. So half a piece. Hey, uh, this is for directed at everybody here. Brain fitness exercises work for older drivers. And this is written by Ken Zeno, and it was on the Detroit Bureau a while back. And he says they cut accident risk in half by increasing brain processing speed, but public perception lags behind clinically tested reality. Now, if that isn't a bunch of hooey. And you're supposed to think faster, focus better, and react quicker on the road by using a computer trainer. And this is a clinically proven fitness training tool for your brain and it helps older adults reduce their likelihood of being in an auto accident yeah. steve just steve just puts pepperoni on his pizza yeah. Yeah. if he needs yeah. to clean his brain <laughs> I, <think. laughs> I, I just buy coffee <laughs> i coffee. coffee coffee yeah so anyway there's 10 brain fitness training tips Eat dark chocolate, eat fish, play ball. All at once? Play ball? Yeah, play ball. Play ball, mm-hmm. play ball with a tune in your mouth? Rest up. Take a nap make on your, second base. Make your hobbies more difficult. 
Well, it's nothing more difficult than your hobby with that 56 Thunderbird. What a pain in the ass. Walk on a rocky road. Why do you want to do that? Because so scientists you believe that walking on uneven surfaces like cobblestones improves the vestibular system of the inner ear, which plays a central role in balance and equilibrium and translates to better balance. And sends you to an oh, orthopedic he, he just fell asleep. He just fell asleep. I'm doing one of my exercises. Yeah. Visit a museum. Yeah, his exercise is nodding. <laughs> Here's exercise your brain. Use brain fitness exercises like Drive Sharp that promotes the ability for drivers to think faster, focus better, and react more quickly. Learn to play a new instrument. Now, I am not going there with Steve on this one. (laughs) Yes, the flute. (laughs) Hi, guy. Oh, God. Uh, 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 and if you're right-handed, use your left hand. <laughs> I've done that before. Didn't help. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, there's man. nothing to I, nothing. I, I, we, Brenda and I went oh, to the movies on Old Farts Night and saw 42, Jackie Robinson. Yes. It's a good story. Yes, it is. I, I, I would really recommend that. that yeah. uh, no, no, Gosh, we've no, gone from you know, cars the, to film reviews. But, but the thing that, you know, I've been, I used to go up to Ebbets Field. I've been there several times. Uh, with my uncle when I was young. And the thing that I remember about Ebbets Field was how close you were to the baselines. I mean, you weren't 10, 15 feet away. You were, you were there with the players. You could hear all the conversations, all the stuff. You were, you were part of the, the stuff. And when, when they, they did Jackie Robinson, they, they either computer or something created that where you were... Uh, the people were sitting right on the base pads. Yeah, and the field was, and the sound. Yeah, that that's the thing that for because then we'd go to Yankee Stadium and you weren't near anything at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, Ebbets Field, in the far corner. Ebbets Field was unique, and I mean, they had a bunch of fans that had a band. Yeah, yeah, and the players lived in Brooklyn. Their families were there. The players stayed there. They raised their families in neighborhoods, and people knew them. I mean, it was. Yeah, the, it was. I only went to the Polo Grounds once or twice to see the New York Giants. Okay. I, I, I never was a Giants fan. I think it took a unique person. It was more a Yankees. Well, it was a football stadium yeah, too, and it yeah. was not a good place to go see a baseball game. And it, but, the Yankees had the families. Not as much as Brooklyn, but Brooklyn, I mean, they were, for lack of a better expression, they were integrated into the community, meaning they were part of the community. So all of of our politically correct people can go ignore what I just said, but they were. They were part of the community. Yeah. The best of Brooklyn Dodgers and the... New York Yankees. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, Subway the Subway Series. series. The yeah. Subway Series. Yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. four or five, yeah. and I think the yeah. Dodgers only won one. They, uh, and, and then, then Roger Maris. The, and, uh, no, this is before Roger Maris. This is oh, yeah. 50s. This is 50s. They yeah, left they, I in think 57. 56, 56 or 7, where yeah. they went to, out to Looney Land. Mm-hmm. Because it was all because of uh, uh, Branch Rickey. He was a very smart businessman. Yes, he so was. They, he saw the opportunity was in California to make more money, so yep. he left. And he didn't have much to begin with, yep. comparatively. Not the Colonel Jake, not the Colonel Jake who owned the Yankees, 
the only guy to ever have another major league farm team, the Kansas City Athletics. If you weren't doing good at the Yankees, they send you to Kansas City. You didn't go to. That was punishment. Wasn't it? Yeah, that was. They, did. they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. That was their farm team, and they took it away from them and let them do it. They quite a few years. Yeah. And what were they driving to get out there? Cars. As long as cars. Okay. Well, no, they were. If, if it was punishment, they were riding the Greyhound bus without the air conditioning. It had air conditioning. It had twenty some odd windows in it. You just open the windows. And... But if you, if if you're a baseball fan, I I I think you'd like Forty Two. I would really recommend seeing it. It's a good story. Yeah, it's a good story. I couldn't tell you the last movie that I went to. Oh, you go to the uh, old farts nights. I you know. <laughs> What's that? Tuesday night. Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday. Ah. Okay, um, you know, and the attendance is low. So, and there were even then there was only like seven people in the whole movie thing. Really? Yeah. Where, where was it? Merchants Walk. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next week we have Mr. Weber joining us. Solo. And, uh, solo. And solo. Oh, solo mio. Oh, solo mio. Yes. Uh, and, well, uh, we'll come up with. Some, I'm, I'm going to try to take some time to. To, uh, uh, weather, to get to see if that WeatherTech guy, because uh, I'm so happy with that WeatherTech mat in the back of mine. And well, those those people, um, <laughs> I haven't heard from them from yeah, the, well, the, heck the first them, time. Man. Yeah, they don't yeah. Uh, they don't seem to want to do anything but be on Fox yeah. Friends or something. Uh, discount Tire. I mean, I was so happy with those guys when they fixed yeah. mine, and that's a franchise. Well, that's we a, might call them. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's time to get out of here. Probably people are clapping in the. Uh, in the front ground. Well, the Steve, yeah, they're waiting for the goat ropers. Yeah, Steve. I do uh, want to thank Jim for uh, sending me that article and and uh, hooking me up with an old friend from uh, Lubbock, Texas. He was my boss at KLBK, Mister yeah. Paul R. Bean, with an E at the end. Wow, uh, that's the British way. Yeah, he's a good uh, guy. Beautiful voice. Beautiful. You know, I always. Very jealous of a, a voice like that. But anyway, thank you all for coming in today, being here for the classic car I'll show. See you in a month. <laughs> yeah, see you yeah. in a month. Well, that, is that a threat or it sounded like a promise? I, I hope I, so. <laughs> I hope it was a promise, not a threat. Anyway, we'll all be right. back uh, with something there the other next week, and who knows the week after you may uh, get this show again. <laughs>